Welcome to Watch Our Crappins, a podcast about all that crap on Bravo that we just love to talk about. I'm Ben Mandelker. Joining me today is someone who may have sued Terry Dubro 15 years ago. I'm not sure. We'll have to find out. It's Mr. Ronnie Karam. Hi, Ronnie. And I do it again. <laughs> hey, these things happen, right? I do it again. I'm just going to sue Terry for the state of my breasts, even though he had nothing to do with it. <laughs> yeah, my I would have to say that my pecs are botched uh, because of Malamars, and that's Terry's fault. So, yeah. um, uh, guys, welcome to Watch What Crappens. Today we are recapping the second episode of Orange County. So good. I, I really feel like Orange County may, may be back. Um uh, but before we get into that, uh, do go to watchercrappens.com because from there you get access to all the cool things that we all that we do. Next year, which is really just next month, we are going back out on the road, 21 different cities. Uh, we're going to be starting in New York. We're ending in Dallas over the course of four months. We're going to so many places. We have not gone on tour in two years. We are so excited to get back out there. We always have so much fun. We have so much fun seeing you guys laughing and being crazy. Um, So we want you all to come out and see us so we can see you. Uh, But do know that some of the dates are getting really low on tickets like San Francisco and New York and Boston and and some others. Some have actually already sold out. So go to watchcrappets.com, get your tickets. And then also uh, from there, you can also access links to Patreon, patreon.com slash watchcrappens. We really recommend you do that for the full crappens experience because uh, at various levels, you get cool things. You At the bonus episode level, we are recapping Selling Sunset Season 4 on our bonus episodes. Uh, you don't want to miss that because that we have that's one of our favorite things to recap. And then, of course, we have Crappens on Demand, where you can actually watch us do the shows, not just listen. And really, the, the main reason why you want to do that is for Bueller. You get the Bueller cameos in the background. It really completes the Crappens moment. So uh, check that out. Patreon.com slash watch what crappens. Yeah, yeah. Well, here we are with Real Housewives of Orange County, episode two of season 16. It's called Loose Lips and Lawsuits. Yeah, and we're back at Heather's party, and it's the Nobu party. Everything is going well, and Heather's just greeting her. She's talking to some guests. She has like a Marsha Gay Harden type that's there who has a little yellow bob or a blonde bob, I should say. And she's like, oh, my God, I love that you're blonde again. I don't know who you are, but I love this look for you. It's wonderful, and I loved you and Pollock. And Noella is walking in with her crazy sleeves with Nicole. And they come in and Heather's like, oh, hi, 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 Nicole, Emily, hi, hi, claw hand, claw hand, claw hand. And Gina's <laughs> like, oh, hi, I'm Gina, Noelle, Emily, hi. And Emily's like, wow, you know what? Nicole is so nice, but there isn't anything more strange than them being friends with someone who has sued them in the past. <laughs> yeah. And then... um. Noella and Dr. Jen are meeting and or are, are talking and they've actually met each other before through Bronwyn and Noella's just being silly. She's like, well, 
<laughs> Today I got out of bed and I started working on my hair and makeup. That was my day. And Jen clearly does not like her because she goes, well, it's very difficult for me to relate to people who don't work unless they're my husband because I'm like a working mother and I don't have the option of laying in bed all day. And, <laughs> and then uh, Noelle is like, yeah, I can say that Jen and I are pretty much polar opposites. We breathe oxygen. I mean, we both breathe oxygen, so we've got that in common. She, and then it gets to Noella just going <sighs> into the camera with nothing to say. <laughs> so then all the girls gather together, all the new group, and they're like, hi, hi, Gina's like, hi, I'm Gina, hi, I'm Gina, hi, I'm Gina. And others like, guys, I have a photographer here, so I'd love to do a group shot, because yes, I even pay photographers to come take pictures at parties. That's how rich I am! Why do you need a group shot of your of, of this random Nobu party? Okay, you, this is not like a like a sorority formal of some sort, you know. And of course, by the way, we should point out that Noella does such a thing that I'd expect Noella to do, which is when she meets someone, she goes, "I'm a hugger. I'm a hugger." And Shanna's like, "Well, hello, uh, Nicole. How are you?" And she's like, "I cannot wait to talk to you, Shannon." And she goes, "Wow, well, this is not the Vavoom. Oh." Nicole, yeah. right? I'm sorry. Yeah, no, Shannon there's, says there's this. so many white girl names in this. It's like Jen, Emily, Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> so Shannon, I get confused. I need to get used to it in my notes. So Shannon's like, whoa, well, this is not the Vavoom Pamela Anderson I met 16 years ago. This can be dressed as the same, but nothing much else. <laughs> wow. Wow. How many faces have we gone through since those days? Whoa. <laughs> So now the girls are outside, and uh, Heather's like, okay, Nicole, okay, I want you to come bang the gong, all right? Okay, just pick a mallet. Okay, oh, you want to do one too? Okay, I don't think we've ever, had a, we've ever had a double banger on the gong. Okay, let's hit the gong, everyone. And I am shocked when the two of them hit that gong that that Shannon did not have, like, some sort of PTSD <laughs> spiral, trauma spiral, heading back to Arizona. Oh, I need gong. to go to the emergency room! <laughs> <laughs> That gong, it resonated. Oh, God, it's like a Philip Sonicare for my brain. Oh, no. My surprise from that came when Heather goes, um, I don't think we've ever had, wait for it, a double banger. And Noella didn't say anything. Like, where yeah. was Noella? That was your cue, Noella. So then they gong it, and then Noella goes, I felt that in my vaginal area. And I was like, okay, that, <laughs> she's making is. up for it. There it is. She's still here. She's still with us, people. So Nicole is talking to Shannon, and what's funny is because Shannon has now talked shit about Nicole, and she is being so fake. She just is, has this, like, that fake Shannon smile. Like, Shannon has a certain smile that she does when she does not like someone but wants to seem like she's really cool. She goes, <laughs> it's hard to do it without crap is on demand, but just we all know well, that she, It's a tight little smile, and she puts her bottom lip on the bottom of her top teeth, if that makes any sense. Just yeah. kind of like touches them while she's smiling. And Nicole's like, oh my God, Shannon, I don't know if you remember, but I went to a barbecue at your house. She goes, oh, I, I remember everything. She goes, well, <laughs> I had a boyfriend at the time. Oh, yes, you did. You, sh I remember. Yes, I remember. <laughs> yes, and, and I had a husband at that time. You, you may remember him. He had the eyes of a cheater, and that turned out to be true. And Nicole's like... And and then Heather said you were the like you like hey uh you either dated Kid Rock or waited in line for sprinkles and I'm like uh I am both ha oh my god uh you wait in line for sprinkles you don't you don't actually get them delivered to your house and I don't do that I don't I don't I I don't oh how how nice that you can have sprinkles and it does not impact your frame that's that's lucky for you. 
It's very bizarre that Nicole seems to be quite good friends with Heather and Terry when she told me that she sued him, but that was 16 years ago, and God only knows what happens in 16 years. Apparently quite a bit. Wow. <laughs> oh, well, you know, a lot of things can happen in 16 years. You can have a wonderful marriage that can fall apart because of some slut on the beach who walks with your husband who likes Spartan racing. All of a sudden, Spartan races happen. <laughs> That's something that can happen in Gashapubs. Sugary sweet sauces can be developed and tasted at, at gastropubs. <laughs> you can have that a can little happen. tiny, I it all. two tiny little twin girls looking up at you saying "gagu gaga," and then the next second they're in crop tops and short shorts saying "fuck you, mom." Oh yeah, sixteen wow. years. Sixteen wow. years. Sixteen years. That's that's enough time for you to go to sushi and not get tequila, and then decide that you want to go to sushi and get tequila. Wow, things can change, right, David? So they're at the buffet now. Um, they're a million-dollar buffet, and Gina and Emily are talking. And Gina's like, I don't understand how Shannon can just talk shit about me to you and then smile in my face like she just did. And I genuinely like the rich one, Heather, Heather. I genuinely <laughs> like Heather's money. I mean, Heather, Heather. You know, clearly Nicole did not do this. She just couldn't have done it. And Heather, meanwhile, is like domineering at this buffet. She's like, okay, can I encourage everyone to grab a bite of food? Okay, take a plate. Yeah, take a plate. It's like, we know, Heather, we know how buffets work. You have to put the food on a plate. Okay, you need to, okay, use, use forks or chopsticks and a plate and you use that in your hands. Your hands are the things attached to your arms. We get it, Heather. Well, they're just really expensive. I just wanted to make sure all of you could understand it. You know, sometimes rich plates are a little bit different than poor plates. These are not styrofoam. Do not try to throw these into the ocean. Okay? <laughs> Did someone rip the bow off of my sushi? So then, um, uh, who defiled my cake? Also, another thing Heather does is she goes, Okay, everybody, let's move into the next space. Okay, everybody, <laughs> so let's annoying. move into the next space. It's like a, it's like a tour. So then, um, so Nicole, uh, like, so Gina and Emily are talking, as you were saying, Gina and Emily are talking, like, oh my God, this is crazy. I feel so bad. And like, look at her boobs. I mean, clearly she didn't do this, what she was saying. And so Gina's saying all this stuff and Nicole is literally right next to her. So Nicole turns around and she enters the conversation, but she's oblivious. And Emily's like, wow, your boobs look great. Nicole's like, oh Oh my goodness! Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, the they look thing. really. Yeah, they look really nice. Yeah, the whole package looks really nice. You know, I and then she tells us, I feel like friends don't typically sue the friends' husbands, and the whole thing feels like the Twilight Zone. So then Emily just goes and touches Nicole's boob, and she's like, "Oh, Shane told me I shouldn't do that anymore." It's like, yeah, he's right. And she goes, "Look, yo, okay, you can feel mine. Feel it. It's not an implant." Yeah, and Nicole goes, "Oh." Well, I've got a whole story. I got a whole story about mine. She's like, oh, there's a story there? Oh, there's a story. She's like, yeah, it's a big, long story. She's like, oh, really? Oh, my God. A story? A little story? Just I feel her. like you've got lots of stories. Gina, these two are such assholes. Like, <laughs> listen, I love that I love that they're putting Shannon in this, like, crazy box, because that's where I like Shannon to be. But Emily and Gina are the worst. Like, really, if you look at, if you just stand back and look at what they're doing, they're they are just dicks. the fucking worst. They're so mean, and Emily is so ham-fisted. You know, she's so ham-handed with the way she's going about this whole thing. Like, grabbing the woman's boobs so you could talk about implants. <laughs> I mean, geez, get some 
subtlety, it's just, maybe. It's just shameless, especially when Gina has the whole, uh, you know, sob story about, like, I would feel mortified if everyone knew except for me. And here she is, knowing fully the story, the backstory about Nicole, and then, like, acting dumb and sort of, like, pulling it out of her. It was, it was so obnoxious. And I was like, great, this show is back. This is what I needed. <laughs> yes, this is the pe- level of pettiness we need. And she goes, yeah, the fact that Nicole says she has a long story, she does, specifically about a boobs. <laughs> so Nicole's like, yeah, well, guys, it took like four and a half years to get where I'm at with my, it's been a boob journey. Gina's like, oh, and she tells us, was it Terry's fault? We don't know yet. Like They're just <laughs> rubbing their hands together. So excited for this. And then meanwhile, Noella and Shannon are talking and Noella's like, oh, so Tracy, the healer I was seeing. And she goes, wait, wait, wait. And Laguna and Gal, I go to her. I go to her. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, God. She, wow, that, wow, we share a healer together. Wow. Noella is beautiful. I love her outfit. Wow. Tracy, what are the odds? Back in the day, I would have pulled out an outfit like that, but it's not happening now. Wow. And this whole conversation started because Shannon goes, well, I just don't know why my nose is so runny these days. (laughs) Oh, really? You don't? (laughs) So they start talking about uh, Tracy, and Shannon loves Noella because she got a compliment, and she knows that this lady goes to cray-cray doctors. So Shannon's like, that is so funny <laughs> and she goes yeah well you know what angels bring you the right people at the right time and she goes oh right mm-hmm, right okay and she's veering off here she's someone someone come get me <laughs> mommy come pick me up from school she's going crazy Okay. You know, I, you know, angels bring you the right people at the right time, but I like to say that people bring the right angel food at the right time. So, uh, uh, Terry then shows up and Tether, he's got like a, like a leather jacket on and everything. It's like, hey, it's Terry the bro. And Heather's like, yay. She does that point thing. She says, yay, husband. Look, it's television's own Terry the bro, everyone. Terry's at Terry the bro. Dad is home. Hi, Terry. Hi, Terry. Her jaw just like unhinges and falls to the ground like she's never seen Terry before. It's like Terry's been away at war for 30 years and just came home. She's like, wow, Terry. So he comes in and she's like, honey, honey, did you have fun? How was dinner? And he says, okay, well, great, ladies. Have a good time. I have early surgery. So I know this motorcycle jacket says Danny Zuko. But guess what? It's time to get your Z's on, ladies. Good night, ladies. Good night, ladies. I I have surgery, so therefore I logically will be going upstairs and taking this jacket off and getting into something a little bit more comfortable. Okay, ladies. (laughs) Um, So Shanna's like, I have a toast. Here's to fun meeting new people and banishing toast because it makes my nose run. Okay. (laughs) So then Heather... um, Heather goes up to Gina and J- Gina and Jan. And goes, oh, did you find the bathroom? Did you go to the right one? Which is also so obnoxious in like such a such a short amount of time. The implication, like I've got so many bathrooms that you may have gone to the, the an improper one. So yeah, then, and you're also too stupid to know what a bathroom is. You went to the bathroom, right? Did <laughs> you? you <laughs> right, you didn't pee on a bed, did you? Okay, just want to make a sure. Bring plate to the bathroom. Okay. So you know, Gina, like, I really love meeting you. I told my mother about you. I said, Mom, I met this girl. She was so impressed with my money. And Gina's like, yeah, I told my dad I met a girl from Chappaqua. <laughs> yeah, Chappaqua. And, uh, you know, it just is like awesome. New Yorkers got to be New Yorkers. 
And so they're walking, they're walking together and they're like bonding. And Gina's like, I just feel so guilty being in someone's home and now participating in something that makes someone look stupid. I'm like, you're on the real housewives of Orange County. Anything you do inherently is going to make someone look stupid and it's probably going to be you. Yeah. So Heather's like, Gina, what's wrong? You did, did you pee in a planter? Just tell me the truth. I know that, I know it's very confusing to poor people the first time. She's like, look, all right, look, Shannon comes in and she's pretending and acting like everything's normal. Like before I met you, I didn't know anything about you. So I just want to face it with all of that. And she's like, okay, you know, just sit, sit. What happened? What happened? Show me on this sashimi where Shannon hurt you. She's like, <laughs> Get a job, sashimi girl. Get a job. It's like, oh, I didn't realize there was a lady under that sushi. So then <laughs> Heather's like, okay, let's sit for a second. And this is my chair that I will sit in. Flashback. Call back to Shannon. So Jeannie goes, well, I feel uncomfortable because Shannon didn't know if Nicole was the same girl that she knew previously. And prior to that, she said that Nicole had sued your husband. Okay. And honestly, Heather, the whole thing is so absurd and we wanted nothing to do with it, but Shannon is saying these things and if outside Sean it was true and somehow you didn't know it, I felt like you look silly saying Nicole's great and she perhaps did, did something and that was not cool to your family. Right. So Gina's falling all over herself for Heather's approval because Heather's goddamn money. I mean, Gina mm-hmm. is just like flapping her arms in the wind and Heather's just looking at her with those big black eyes and nodding like, I'm checking the planter. This girl is really stupid. So then <laughs> Shannon and Nicole sit with Emily. Okay. And Nicole's yeah. already drunk. Nicole is suffering from that first big party for a, a new Real Housewife thing where she just gets too drunk too fast. So she's obviously like out of it. Right. So she's like, you know, I have to look at myself in the mirror because I'm uncertain at this point what I even look like. <laughs> you know? And yeah. Emily's like, oh, let me ask you something, Shannon. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> we go to the same dive. Uh, the same dot my nose is running yes it's like um did you ever is running (laughs) my nose did you ever tell heather what you knew and shannon gets her shut up face and she goes you are not that that is not okay emily that is not okay well you know why because gina is talking to heather right now oh of course i didn't i mean of course i'm not gonna go i'm not going to hurt hurt anyone and i told you guys that and you guys kumbaya promise me (laughs) what (laughs) And Nicole's like, could you guys tell me what you guys are talking about? And she's like, you know what, Shannon? I did give you my word, but you made it a big thing, and now it's a thing. She says, well, I need to go talk to my friend who I do not want to hurt. And the fact that I have to go do that right now is just something else, Emily. She goes, look, they're talking, and I just wanted to give you a heads up. Well, this is unbelievable. Unbelievable. (laughs) Well, we made a promise that if this came, if this is the same Nicole, nobody's talking about it. And I'm the dumb shit who that trusts people. So then Gina is still going on. She's like, and I thought, you know, you should have this information, Heather, because I don't know what Shannon was planning on doing with it or planning on not doing with it. You know, what's Shannon's endgame? And Shannon goes, are you kidding me right now, Gina? (laughs) (laughs) Shannon walks right into it. (laughs) Just walks in and she goes, I have to talk with you, Heather. I don't want anybody in this world, and I don't want to hurt anybody in this world. And when you kept telling me that Nicole was your friend, I said, I said, I think I know her, but it can't be that girl. Because the girl that I knew had told me that she was in a lawsuit with Terry. And so that doesn't make much sense to me that they'll be friends. I, 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 I just want to, I just don't want to hurt anyone. 
Are you really doing this right now? Are you really doing this right now, Shannon? You bait you. You figuratively have an icing bow sticking out of your mouth right now, Shannon. I hope you're proud of yourself. And Shannon just throws her hands up like, whoo, 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 whoo. Like she's doing that thing with her lips. I can't believe she would attach a figurative bow to my head that was made of nothing but sugar. Doesn't she know I'm on a figurative diet? Commercials. Here comes one right now. So then Emily is back at the other little group uh, with the ladies who have joined. And she's like, okay, here's what happened. Shannon told everybody that Nicole was suing Terry and blah, blah, blah. So she's going on. She goes, so Shannon told us Nicole. No, not Nicole. Is it Nicole? Nicole. Jen, yeah. yeah, no, Nicole. Right. Sorry, white girl, white girl name. So Shannon told us that she knew you from the past, Nicole, and she told us you had a boob job or something from Terry, and it was messed up, so you sued the Dubros. Uh, yeah. So then it cuts back to Gina saying, like, you know, I felt like just tell her. She's gonna say she's gonna say it, you know, like say it's nothing, we can all move on. You made it but you made it a big a way bigger thing than it needs to be. You always do that. You always do that, Shannon. Ha! I have a good heart. And it gets broken quite often by other people, but it is a good heart, and I'm in such a good place. A smaller place, a smaller place that does not have a lovely refrigerator like this one. It doesn't have a chandelier but that's a it's a good that's a good place with a refrigerator in the hallway that also doubles as our coat storage i love it i love my good place so they're just squabbling with each other and heather gets up and heather's like well wait heather i want to talk to you she goes i'll be back i'll be back so she walks off and she and gina's like you made this a big thing shannon you did it no you fucking did it ma'am yeah. Which, thank you, by the way, for doing it. And Shannon's like, 12 hours after promising me, come on! She's, it's not the sisterhood of the traveling pants, Shannon. I didn't even know Heather when I promised not to say anything. And I didn't even know that this pertained to her. And the whole thing is so ridiculous, Shannon. And the fact that you were really trying to put it on me. And Nicole, Noella's, we see that Noella's just standing behind them like a pink ghost. Just like kind of (laughs) watching them. And she's like, excuse me, this is not how you speak to your elders. This is not how you speak to anybody. So then uh, Gina leaves. Gina's frustrated. So Noella sits down with Shannon. And Shannon goes, don't ever trust her. That's for sure. Gina is done. Gina is done. And she's trying to make a problem. And it's not. Okay. Sorry, it sounded like you were going to say something else. So Gina goes back to the other girls. Gina goes back to the other girls and she's like, I can't. Oh, I can't with Shannon because it's absurd, okay? She's trying to make it like it's a problem and it's not a problem. You are literally the one walking around the house screaming about this and pulling Heather aside and causing all of this. It's you. It was you. (laughs) Now I know why you thought I was done because I probably confused you because I basically said Gina's lying as Shannon. But, you know, one has to imagine that Shannon was also saying that Gina is done too. So uh, Shannon's like, well, I want to talk to Heather. I need to talk to Heather. So we go to Heather, and she's like by production trying to go upstairs. She goes, no, there is no filming unless it's hot in Cleveland, okay? Show is over. No, no, no. Yeah, Heather's mall house commercial went wrong, so now she's going to try and kick all the cameras out because she can't control everything. Typical 
Typical Heather. So she's like yelling at the cameras and saying, go, leave. No, we're not doing any of this on the show. So then back with Nicole, uh, or Nicole, she's like, I made a mistake, okay? I was a young model and my lawyers forced me. They forced me into a lawsuit. And Gina's like, oh my God. Literally, so then, we are camera down. Go away, camera down. That's that's lingo. That's That's working actress lingo. Camera down. So back with Emily, Emily's like, so you're talking about Harry, right? Or Terry, right? She goes, yes, with Terry. <laughs> and Emily says, well, did Heather know about this? And she says, no, we've never discussed it. So then Heather's marching upstairs and she's like, Terry, I'm leaving the show right now. I'm kicking everyone out of my house. It's over right now. So then Noella is, goes up to Shannon and goes, are you shaking? I want to hug you so bad. She goes, well, I made a huge mistake. I had too much to drink, and I thought I had people that I could trust. And within 12 hours, she was spouting off. Okay. <laughs> it was terrible. Oh, so Gina. Gina has no place talking to Heather. Oh, but, I mean, you just met Heather. And now, you're the good friend. Good for you, Gina. Hey, Heather, did you know? The, who the fuck do you think you are, Gina? Who do you think you are? <laughs> and Noelle is like, it felt like an ambush. Well, with him, it is. It is. It's a total ambush. So Emily. So is then, back with the others, Emily's like, well, I just feel like to be friends with her, you should have cleared the air with her first, Nicole. <laughs> and Doctor Je- Doctor Jenny goes, yeah, I feel like that too. And she tells <laughs> us the worst thing you could do is sue your doctor, okay? Because your doctor is there to care for you, and you would not be sitting at my house in a dinner table if you did that to me or my husband even if he doesn't wear a shirt. Are you kidding me? Yeah, but I mean, it's okay to see your doctor if they fucked up, you yeah. know? So Nicole's like, well, I get that, and I respect it. I respect your opinion, Emily. And she goes, so then why didn't you do that then? And she goes, um, Heather and I will discuss that on our own, and when I think I need your opinion, I will ask you for your opinion, and right now, we don't need it. I was like, whoa, this cast came to play. Yeah, so Emily goes, <laughs> okay, I mean... I only brought it up because Shannon made a point. I am very comfortable telling you if I need your opinion, and I will ask you. If I need your opinion, I will ask you. I like this. I'm going to say it many more times unless someone else can come up with a really good buzzword like stand or sit. I'll, I'll use sit as well. But for right now, if I need your opinion on a buzzword, I will ask you. You know what? Don't get in my face and start saying shit to me when I've been your friend for this whole night. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. Like, I've been your friend for months, for years. I've been your friend for about a good 45 minutes. <laughs> she goes, what? I don't even know you. I've known you for 20 minutes, girl. You were never my friend. You're 20 minutes, girl. Okay, 20 minutes, girl. Sit down. I, I am sitting. Sit. Sit. Sit with that. Sit. This is, this is the new, if I want your opinion, I'll ask for it. Sit. Sit. But I am. Sit. Sit in that. But I am sitting. Now sit. Sit. Well, you need to direct your anger towards someone else. Oh, my God. Sit. Sit. Mm-mm. I'm still sitting. Sit down. You just sit down. <laughs> so Gina's like, but she is in the seat. So how could like she sit more than she's actually sitting? Because she's like literally sitting in a chair. Sit. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, so then, but then Nicole says, then she pushes the trigger. She goes, you are stupid. Girl, sit. 
go eat your sushi, bitch. So when Emily hears stupid, that is obviously something that she does not like to hear. Right. And she and Nicole's drunk, right? So she she goes, oh, my God, say, you are stu-, And she stops herself because, like, even she knows, like, oh, God, I'm about to call this girl stupid, right? So Emily's like, you're going to call me stupid? And she goes, oh, just sit. Go eat your sushi, girl. Just sit. Sit with your sushi. And she goes, and you sat there and talked about how you're uneducated and all you've ever been is a mom. And then you're going to get my face and call me stupid fuck you i was so happy just because i love angry uh emily and she so rarely gives it to us so gina starts pulling emily away and emily's like i actually liked you i thought you were nice but you know what you are you're fucking trash is what you are you have no education and you've never had a job so fuck you sit sit (laughs) Nicole's like, get the fuck out of here. Is there a rolling office chair that we can have her sit in to get out? (laughs) Ski lift, anything. So then Gina's like, you know what? I feel like there's still potential there for you guys to be friends. No, (laughs) you come with me. You come with me. Yeah, and Emily screams at her, you're trash and you have no education. You've never had a job, so fuck you. Which I'm sure is going to really endear her to the audience. Um, So Emily drags her off. She's like, you are my friend. You come with me. So Noella and Shannon are kind of watching this. And Noella's like, oh my god, Emily and Gina are leaving. So Emily keeps yelling at Gina. She's like, don't you fucking insult me. I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. (laughs) And Nicole Meanwhile is like, that's what you do when you're educated. You act like that. You know what I call that? I call that someone who goes to a Broadway show and there's no more tickets left and they have to lean on that thing at the end. Standing room only. You better sit. You better sit. Yeah, she's so educated. She might have gotten a good grade on her SAT scores, but she didn't get a good <laughs> <laughs> She didn't get a good grade on her SIT scores. That's for sure. Sit. Queen of sitcasm. <laughs> <laughs> so Sit. Emily's like now screaming down the hallway going, "Fuck her. That mini little bitch who looks exactly like me." Except I'm the better version of it. <laughs> You're the standing version of it. I love I love when an Orange County housewife who's messed with their face to the point of not being recognizable anymore is like, what is she trying to look like me? <laughs> I know. And Nicole's like, that was so rude what she said to me. Trash? I mean, come on. Sit, sit. So Jen was like, well, she called you trash after the fact. She goes, no, this is what I fucking do. I go on a diet and I shut my mouth. What I call it, I like to say that I'm having my my top part of my mouth sit on the bottom part of my mouth. Okay? Ugh. So now you're calling her fat. Great move, Nicole. (laughs) Oh, my God. These people. She's like, all you had to do was sit there. Okay? I mean, literally. (laughs) All you had to do was sit there. And you would have had everybody on your side. And now this? No, ma'am. So then outside, Gina is still with Emily. who's Emily's still losing it. She's like, what happened, Emily? And she goes, I'm not going to fucking take it when someone talks to me like that. She's like, but what happened? I don't know. It's just all of a sudden she's in my face 
yelling. Um, no, you were in a bunch no, of damn you, business. You grab you, someone's boob to get them to tell you all this shit on camera and humiliate them on fucking camera is what you did. You and did. they caught on to what you were doing and told yep. you to go fuck yourself. And you did offer up a lot of opinions about a personal situation that you had nothing to do with. So yeah, she did tell you to go fuck yourself and that you, you created this mess, Emily. And like you said before, Ronnie, thank you. Thank you because we really enjoyed this mess. <laughs> so then Heather is like, we just hear Terry, uh, Heather go, Terry, it was a disaster. It was a disaster. And we go back to Emily. That little bitch turns on me. I want to fuck her up. Where's my car? Where's my car? Maybe it's sitting somewhere. Sit. And Emily getting in the car to drive them home when she's like kind of drunk is just so Emily too, because it's so hypocritical after all the yeah. DUI lectures to Gina, right? So then Noella and Shannon are talking still. And Noella's like, um, I think it's probably time to leave. And she's like, um, well, I, 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 I think I'm going to stay here. I'm going to stay here. Just then I'm going to stay here with you. And Max, the daughter Max, is watching and kind of cracking up because they're so dramatic. And then Noella turns and she's like, oh, are you Max? Hi, Max. Nice to meet you. I'm bisexual, too. And then we see a flashback of Noella telling Heather that she's bisexual. She's like, oh, I'm bisexual. And Heather goes, I have kids that are bisexual. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're acting like it's like the kids got into like an Ivy League school or something. Or like they, they got a new Nintendo. I got a Nintendo. Yeah, you got to come over and play it. Mm. So then Gina outside is like, look, we can't leave. I got to go in and apologize to the rich one. Okay. I really <laughs> like her bags. And Jen's like, yeah, come on in. Look, we've got to eat. I mean, we just can't leave. And you handled it very, very well. Okay. You handled it well, Emily. And she goes, I handled it well. Did you see that? <laughs> I, I mean, I really think the what should have just been stated was, Guys, Nobu is here. Okay, do you really want to miss out on Nobu? Okay, this isn't just like Javier's catering staff. This is Nobu. I mean, that's all you need to do to shut people up. Like, do you want to have the good ass food? This is probably the best catering we've ever seen on any Housewives. Nobu? <laughs> and that they're going to walk out on it? No. No way. And not in any any world. Yeah, so. so they go back in, and Shannon is still just standing there in the same place, and she's alone, and she's just kind of standing there. And they pass him, and Emily goes, well, there's Shannon. And <laughs> Not sitting. So then Shannon's like, well, what happened? And she goes, well, I went off on her call. You know what? Let's table this. Let's table this. Oh, well, Gina, you knew exactly what you were doing, and I want to know why you brought this up. Okay, I would like to know this. Also, I would like to know if there are any more past orders going to be happening or no. Okay. But Gina's like, I'm not speaking about this anymore. Um, excuse me. You were the one who started all of this. You don't get to say we're going to table it. Like, you just blew up the whole fucking party, right? And Shannon's like, but you made a promise. I, I, anybody i don't want to i don't want to hurt anybody and emily's like oh just go outside take it outside and she then she turns to shannon and she goes but you know who the real villain is it's nicole that little mini bitch because she did sue terry it's all true so then heather and terry come walking down the hallway and heather's like do you know where nicole is and terry has this look on his face like why are you order? and the thing is that like Terry is still wearing his his like leather jacket and his whole getup. So we're meant to believe that Terry went upstairs and just stayed in that 
that whole leather jacket outfit, of course. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's like, it's like, it, it's just, there's something so hilariously, like, ready for the cameras about Heather and Terry. Uh, yeah, T- Terry's always a housewife on the show, right? He's always another housewife. So he was up there, like, with five people surrounding him, touching up his base or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So Emily is like, you know, I didn't believe you. You know, I thought it was, I just, I didn't think that had any, oh, no, Emily, sorry, not Gina. She's like, I didn't believe you, Shannon. I, I didn't think it had any credibility, that story, but it's all true. It's all true. So Terry and Heather are doing the arm and arm walk, like, stronger together. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like they're walking into like a like a political convention about to accept a nomination. So Terry Nicole's just now sitting in like a chair in this like isolation room, the interrogation room. We have one of those, and he goes, "Are you Nicole Weiss? You sued me." <laughs> and and Heather is like, "Why did you not ever tell me that? Were you also on Hot in Cleveland? Because we need to get everything out on the table now." And Nicole's like, "Oh God, this is so." Awful. And Terry's like, how long have you been friends, you and Heather? It's like six years. Listen, I worked on you. You had a complication. And there's no question about that. You did have a complication. She goes, Terry, you did nothing wrong. I was in my 20s. My attorneys made me do it. And Heather's giving that sympathetic nod like, "Mm -hmm. tell us more. Tell us more. Yeah, she's like, I never wanted to say anything. I never, I didn't want to do anything wrong. It's like a terrible episode of Law and Order, right? So mm-hmm. she's like, I didn't want to be in this position. Well, let me tell you something. Nicole Weiss, who I don't, who, who, whose name I remember, even though I don't remember the lawsuit. Okay, Nicole Weiss, you dropped it. It went away. It's fine. Okay. But by the way, thanks for dropping it. And then Heather and Terry are both like, <laughs> <laughs> and see <laughs> so creepy these two. Was, their their outbursts of like joint laughter over that little joke was so <laughs> was like <laughs> it was so diabolical it was crazy it really well i was expecting it to cut to bullwinkle hanging from a tree in a net you know, like they just caught Bullwinkle. <laughs> <laughs> so Heather's like, listen, doctors get sued. It's no big deal. It was years and years ago. She deserves a second chance. We all do. Plus, if anyone's going to give us business, it's going to be her. Have you seen that face? I mean, my God. Jeez. It's like you could throw it at a wall and it would stick. You know, Max used to make that goop. Slime or whatever. So she's like, this is my party, and if you leave, I'll feel bad. So can you please just take a breath for a moment? I don't want you to leave. Although what I will do is cancel the party and kick everyone out instead. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> why are you cancel? Why are you saying that you're if 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 she leaves, you'll feel bad, and yet at the same time you're gonna stop the entire party and then let all this beautiful Nobu food go to waste, which I, I guarantee she did not give to the crew. No, of course not. Listen, I I don't want you to leave my party. I really need as many people here as possible to see me and the party because it's Shannon's fault. Okay, (laughs) come on out. Come on out. It's going to be great. So Nicole goes, I love you so bad. She's like, I love you. I love you. So then back with the other ladies. Noella's like, oh, I just feel like there's a lot of hurt feelings on both sides. Oh, God, she's one of those. (laughs) Fucking Noella. Well, well, Miss Dreamy, I'll just tell you this much. We will be fine. We'll be fine. 
Uh, and then Heather is like, Gina, Shannon, can I talk to you guys for a second, please? So she brings them over to like another balcony. And Gina's like, you know what? I'm really sorry. I'm well, like, listen. really, really sorry. No, listen. Heather just keeps trying to oh. interrupt and oh. Gina won't <laughs> stop. Gina won't stop with her like, no, no, but I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Like, seriously. Like, I raised my voice in your home. It's just, listen, I don't care that you raised your voice in my home, but I invited you into my home and now you're shit talking my husband in my home. She's like, no, I'm not. I promise. So let me tell you something. People say don't shoot the messenger. Here's what I'm going to tell you, Gina. Shoot the fucking messenger. <laughs> it's like, boom. <laughs> Heather would do that. Heather would literally shoot any messenger. She's like, oh, thank you, Mr. UPS man. Now, say your final words. Bam. <laughs> and Gina's like, oh, mm-hmm. Just because if it doesn't exist in my world, I don't know about it. Now, only you know, because you told her. And honestly, I think it's a shitty thing that you said anything. I don't think you should have said anything. What you did, <laughs> Shannon, in this scenario was shitty. Uh, and Shannon's like, well, like she doesn't even do her lip moving things. She's just like frozen. And yeah. she goes, you know what? I'm going to be a victim right now and i'm gonna go very sadly and heather's like oh jesus shannon and gina goes shannon just admit it shannon my heart is hurting right now because i may or may not have been shot apparently (laughs) apparently there's a bullet wound in me that i I don't even feel I, i like to think that i feel everything but i must be so numb from the betrayal that i don't feel the bullet wound inside oh you know it's just ketchup just ketchup wasn't a real bullet commercials here comes one right now so she walks back inside all victim-like and heather's like oh god so she's like well i was looking forward to rekindling a friendship with heather i never meant to hurt the two pros and i am living this is fucking unbelievable (laughs) so inside um heather's hugging max and the party heather goes the party it's over it is over. 24 hours ago, all I worried about is make sure Dr. Jen doesn't have restrictive carbs. And Shannon can't eat eggplant right now. There's just thousands and thousands of dollars of sushi that is going to go to waste. Why is this party over? I don't understand why this party's over. If everything is fine, if 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 Terry and Heather are fine with Nicole and everything has been settled uh, settled. Um, do you think, I mean, like, I would, if I had bought $10,000 of Nobu sushi, I, there is not a chance in hell that I'm kicking people out before it gets eaten. I am not wasting that money. It was, I'm like, you, everyone better, okay, no one has to talk, but everyone sit down and eat some sushi. Yeah, Heather's so crazy. She throws a fit in the middle of her party, yells at the cameras to leave, <laughs> stomps upstairs. Terry apparently tells her, you can't just quit. Get your ass back down there. It's your first episode back, and we've talked about this other. So they decided to come turn it around, which they did, and now she's still going to kick everybody out? <laughs> yeah, she's, still oh, she's such a drama queen. It doesn't make queen. any sense. So then she makes this whole speech to the staff, because she's just a good, relatable person. Thank you so much for making this. I'm I just I'm so sorry that we've never even got to the entrees that you spent a lot of money on and take a lot of pride and I'm I'm so sorry. And the music in the background is like very sort of like sweet and lovely. And then Heather like walks out of the kitchen and there's Shannon and it goes, oh. <laughs> music just like Peter's like just slows down to a block. I noticed that listen, as a cater waiter for many years, she walked out of that kitchen without handing somebody a sack of cash. Okay. So <laughs> 
until proven otherwise she sucks i have a question so, would you have from from your side as a cater waiter if this all happened and then the hostess said all this would you have been like oh thank god <laughs> i can go home yeah because you're still paid a minimum at least i was i was always paid a five hour minimum so if the party lasts less than that i still get my money plus i'm gonna be going home and benching on nobu while i watch medium reruns you know that's true <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a win yeah. Um, so, so Heather, uh, <laughs> so she basically is, she, Shannon corners her in the hall and goes, can I just, can I just say one thing with you? I want to be honest with you. And I hope that someday you'll know my heart, which has been broken many times, by the way. And I never wanted to hurt you. I'm sorry. And I'll say, I'm sorry over and over and over again. I will continue to say sorry for another about half an hour. And then I'll probably turn this against you. You know what really disappoints me about this, Shannon? I thought you and I had a real chance to be friends, real friends, Shannon. She goes, well, absolutely. She goes, and you just disappointing, disappointing. I, and she's I, like, well, I, I, don't, I don't know what else to say. I, I'm a very loyal and trustworthy person. No, you're not. You can say that. But here's the thing. You should have given me a heads up. Okay. You should have given me a heads up. And Shannon pouts, and she's like, "Well, you're putting your finger in my face all the time, and I'm I'm sitting here thinking, she goes, are you seriously telling me I'm pointing at you when you just tried to explode my world?'" <laughs> Shannon, <laughs> I've done this before, and I can do it again. Let's just be done. Good night. And so Shannon's like, "Well, fine. I'll just walk slowly to the door with my hands in my pockets to show <laughs> that I am both confused, remorseful, and hurt." Shannon looked like a little girl. <laughs> she was like <laughs> pouting down the hallway, like basically kicking her toes into the sand as she walked, you know, like, ah. <laughs> so then we go to the next day, I guess, or a couple days later, and we're back to just like normal beginning of the show, you know? Yep. And Gina's driving her kids around, and then Jen's at the office, like planning some, you know, touch-ups for herself. And then Heather is sitting on one of her balconies in the dumbest swing i've ever seen it's shaped like a cage in tron okay and she's just <laughs> swinging back and forth like oh hello um i would love to take this facetime call in a chair more expensive than any home you've ever owned emily hello <laughs> oh. and emily's like oh i just want to say thank you for inviting me over to such a such a beautiful dinner party with so many uneducated people um and i just want to invite you to lunch with me and gina so we can just sort of explain things well, I have so many mixed emotions, and I would love to sit down and talk about it with you. Okay, then. Thanks, Heather. Or, thanks, Emily. So they hang up. So then Shannon is at home, and she FaceTimes Noella, and Noella is just so ready to be on this show. It's so yeah. fun. She's like, hi, how are you? Like, too, just, she's just too everything, and it cracks me up. Yeah, well, especially just because we know her life is about to fall apart, and I'm telling you, you know, uh, Ronnie, when you like my car has um, one of those radios, which is very common now where, you know, it, you know, it says what's playing on the radio. Like it'll be like, this is the artist and this is the song. And then during the commercials and now actually it's starting to happen during the songs. There are like it shows an ad there instead. So instead of saying what the artist and everything, it'll say it'll just have an ad and it's constantly sweet James. <laughs> and so I constantly feel like I am like in an Orange County point like like sweet James is everywhere in my life I feel like and probably in everyone's life here in Los Angeles, which is my way of saying I'm really excited to see Noella's sweet James marriage fall apart. So um Shannon says, "You know, yesterday was just it was just something else. It was it wasn't just something. 
something else. And I have to tell you, you were so kind and sweet and supportive of me last night, and I will never call you Miss 30-Year-Old, okay? Because you're on my side. Yeah, it's like, well, it's so nice to get to know you, Shannon. <laughs> Shannon. I mean, Shannon, you look so fantastic, and you just seem like so much fun. It's like, well, I was trying to go out with the girls, and I didn't even make it to dinner, so... <laughs> um, and she tells us, well, I'm not going to deny that I play a part in this, and I feel horrible about it, but I... <laughs> Clearly should not have said anything to Gina, but I'm being portrayed as someone who hurt with intention, and I'm not okay with that. This was not murder. It was manslaughter. Wait, I, I, I didn't slaughter anyone. It was, it was a felony. No, that sounds terrible, too. I'm not a criminal! <laughs> it was trust slaughter, and the criminals are Emily and Gina. So Noella says, yeah, you know, you don't fight like that unless there's genuine love and in the friendship. I mean, it's like sisters, you fight. And Shannon just bites her lower lip like, uh, yeah, yeah, no, I have, I do have yeah, genuine love for Heather and Tony DeBro. Yeah, yes, yes. Uh, the jury's out on that one. God, I need to get my mind out of the criminal justice system. <laughs> All right, Noelle, I'll see you later. Chung, chung. <laughs> <laughs> chung, chung. Uh, so Heather, now we go to Heather's house and she's now with Terry outside on the balcony and he's like you know it wasn't the first you know when Nicole getting suing me it wasn't the first time that happened in my practice it won't be the last but this wasn't this was not even a real thing it never even went anywhere like remember when we said hey thanks for dropping it <laughs> <laughs> It never went anywhere, and it's almost like a misunderstanding. Yeah, I'm, they're really trying too hard to make it like, what? Being sued? Me? <laughs> it's like, look how fun-loving I am over this. And Heather's like, well, and here's the thing, Terry. Shannon knows we're friends, so it's already brought up, and it's none of her business. That's A. B, it's never been discussed, and it's none of her business. Or C, Nicole doesn't want her personal business spread around, and... It's none of her business. So the only thing I can come up with is that Shannon wanted to hurt us. <laughs> well, I mean, why would Shannon Bedore want to hurt us? I mean, that's like a social acid trip. Maybe Shannon harbors something from the past that we don't know about. And then we get like a supercut flashback montage of, you know, tension between the the, the Bedores and the Debros. And, uh, and then Shannon's like, well... Terry said he wants to destroy the Bedores. <laughs> and then he's like, why would I want to destroy the Bedores? And David's saying, you can't destroy the Bedores. Only I can do that. Yeah, he said he wants to take take, take the Bedores down. He's like, I'm gonna, what am I going to take you down for? And then the scene of Shannon being dragged out of that party going, you will see the truth. <laughs> you will all see the truth. <laughs> So Terry's like, you know what? I don't have any hate in my heart for her. Do you, Heather? She's like, no, but next time it's going to be a dinner for 10. I'll tell you that. And he goes, wait, that was 11 people? God, that was a fabulous party you were throwing. And she's like, yeah. And what sucks not to piss you off is that, you know, I mean, it was expensive. It was Nobu, 10 grand, alcohol, 5 grand, the favors, the decor. I think it came to 36 grand. And he didn't even get to the dinner part of it. That is infuriating. And then it's like, ha, ha, ha. And then we hear um, my new favorite teaser for uh, the rest of the show. We just hear Gina's voice go, coming up. 
<laughs> so next we go to the Scarlet Kitchen. Ooh, ooh. So Jen and her husband go to dinner, and he's carrying that little chihuahua, which is, I guess is his thing. And, and, and it's shorts. shocking because he's wearing a shirt. And, well, this this putz. They're at a re- they're at a, a, re- a relatively nice restaurant for Orange County, and he's where he's holding a little dog, and he's in shorts. I mean, is he gonna like? You're at a restaurant, sir. Come on. Yeah, make an effort, sir. Yeah. Um, so and he's down. one of those who's like, is there a dog food menu? Oh, God. Like, really? <laughs> yeah. And Jen's like, I think you look really sexy, even though you're wearing clothes. I'm like, oh, gosh. Mm-hmm. Gosh, you're terrible. <laughs> well, when I met Ryan, well, I met Ryan and he was shirtless with a chihuahua. And then I go home and he's shirtless with a chihuahua all the time. And all, although suddenly a gold, a gold necklace appeared that we have to get rid of. <laughs> What I'm trying to say is he has no personality and contributes very little to my life or probably this television show. So she's like, what did you do today, Ryan? He goes, well, I played some chess and then, you know, some tennis with Valor. She goes, oh, yeah, I saw a video of that. He he did a good job. Well, they could do a lot with video editing to make him look like he's playing better, right? Okay. <laughs> By the way, I just had a thought. I just had a thought. She said that she met Ryan when he was he was shirtless and with a chihuahua. And then last week she said that she met Ryan at a breakfast buffet, which meant that he was shirtless with a chihuahua in his hands at a breakfast buffet. That is not sanitary. <laughs> well, welcome to L.A. Have you looked around your town? Yeah, exactly. Apparently. Have you walked into a Whole Foods lately, buddy? I just don't want someone shirtless holding a chihuahua over a chafer, okay? I don't need, like, various hairs from dog and man intermingling with the, you know, the, the eggs. Fair, fair. Um, so she, he gets Brussels sprouts, and she talks about how he's really obsessive. And when she was pregnant, he ate 52 pounds of blueberries while she was in the hospital eating salads. And she said he's also an avoider and he doesn't like high stress and she thrives under high stress. And like he wants to go to the beach and throw a ball and she just wants to do procedures and get another house and build an empire. I just feel like it's important to reflect on how many blueberries that is. 52 pounds of anything. I think this person may have some things that are undiagnosed. Like like that's that's certifiably, you know, disturbing to 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 take in 52 pounds of blueberries, right? <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. Um so basically we get to know them a little bit and um you know, it's just a typical like, well, my daughter, you know, the kids want me to be home more, but I work and do you resent me cuz I work cuz I work. And what about working moms? Like where's the love for working moms? It's kind of like a more palatable Vicky. And so I'm hoping that she goes down a crazy path like yeah. Vicky. I actually sense that that I feel like Dr. Jen might just turn into like a sleeper hit. I'm not sure. I don't want to curse it. I probably just did. But also, I'm really not looking forward to like yet another retread of the uh, professional, the professional career woman on Bravo who then spends the entire season deciding that they want to cut back their hours and stay at home. Uh, I mean, I know that's a real life thing. But I also wouldn't mind a story where it's like I'm a professional and I'm just going to continue to kick ass at, you know, at work. Yeah. Um, so then let's leave them because they're boring me. There's nothing so left then to, we, to discuss. 
Yeah, they're they're lame. So then we go to Emily and Shane for another, oh my god, we really love each other season. And they have like a nice little date night or whatever. And he's like, can I order for you? I'm going to order you something romantic. She'll have a burger. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't. <laughs> Isn't that funny? I said she'll have a burger. I mean, I don't. I don't even know if I have the energy to to rustle up a good old fashioned king, king of snarkasm anymore. <laughs> that wasn't even one. So she basically does the whole thing she does at the beginning of all of her seasons, where she's like, you know, things with Shane were hard for a while, but now they're going great. <laughs> um, so pretty much her typical thing, except she's got the addition of, you know, you're really religious, and maybe it would be good if the kids were religious too, even if I don't get it. And he's like, yeah. She goes, so how do you believe that? You know, you believe that there's really something after we die. Why do you believe that? He's like, because I read about it and then I pray about it and it seems true. So she's like, oh, maybe take the kids to church or something. Yeah. And she's asking him if he was like scared to die um, when he had COVID really bad and he was in the hospital. And he's like, no, stupid. And she's like, oh, okay, cool. Um, What do you think about our daughter wanting to get baptized? He's like, that's cool 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 you know i just want my kids to be happy and religious and stuff. she she talks about how she didn't have structure as a kid so she just she wants her kids to have structure so that way when they go through trauma they have something to turn to and then ultimately the scene ends with the sun setting and she goes did you see the sunset it was pretty he goes it was the second prettiest thing in this restaurant <laughs> If you could say that without that sense of sarcasm, that would be great. So then we go to Emily and Gina going to a restaurant and um, they're meeting Heather and Gina orders some skinny, spicy mugs. <laughs> and then um, which Gina's I think like, is better oh than the which I think is better than the pink toga cocktail that Emily ordered in the previous scene, by the way. Oh, yeah. What is that? A pink toga? I don't know. Is it like some sort of like greek <laughs> greek themed cocktail that uses like uzu but also features like cranberry <laughs> i don't know uh so emily's like so i haven't seen you since heather's party it's like yeah well i'm nervous to see heather because i didn't think that was gonna happen of course i'm anxious like i fucked up a party but i didn't think that was gonna happen you know heather's very intimidating she schooled me out like i was a schoolgirl. Yeah, I love when people start shit and go, well, I didn't know that that domino effect was going to happen. So like you're he- playing dominoes. <laughs> you're playing a big old game of dominoes. <laughs> so Heather arrives and Gina's and Gina's like, um, you know, uh, you know, I feel terrible. You know, I'm sorry. I'm a jump in person. OK, I feel awful. It was a lovely party. You put in such a beautiful effort. And the fact that that got messed up. I feel bad about that. Yeah, me too. Me too. I feel bad about it too, you know? And I told Shannon, take accountability for it. Like, she's your friend. We don't even know you. Um, ma'am, you made Nicole cry and scream at that party. That was you guys who did that. You assholes. You delicious, wonderful assholes. Okay, well, I got a gun here because I, I see two messengers in front of me that I'm probably going to shoot. But you know what? <laughs> 
You were put in a difficult situation, and they, but there was a time and a place to have those conversations. The time is at 8 p.m. The place is the room on the third floor next to the movie theater, but below the solarium, okay? And you know what? Maybe that was not great judgment, Claudia. But in hindsight, Heather, you know what? Look, I totally agree with you because you're rich. And by the way, thank you for saying Spicy Mark that time because now I'm going to order it every single time you're around. Oh, my God. But you know what? Like, my personal background and why I did that is because my husband cheated on me. And the day I found out about it, like, he brought me to the girl's home for a barbecue. And I didn't know, but everybody else knew. So then when I got home, I found out. And I felt so stupid that everyone knew, but I didn't know. It's like, oh my okay. God. Uh, I just got the chills, but that may be because of this poor person heating system in here. <laughs> um, okay, so now you're forgiven because you have a victim story about it. This was not cheating. Nobody was cheating on anybody. Like, I kind of get what she's saying. I mean, in the housewives world, too. Gina was probably thinking Shannon was going to use this as a big thing at the party. It's like the first party. She was going to use it to cause this big fight or whatever. So she was like trying to preempt it. But you're also making it so that you were the ones who started the big fight at the party. Yeah. Also, like she's going to feel humiliated whether it's at the party or after the party. So let her enjoy the party and the sushi. So Right. And Gina could just as easily have called up Heather or told Heather during the many times they've been together. Gina's had this information almost the whole time. She could have told her that night at the dinner. She could have told her at the time that she was seeing their house or whatever. Wasn't that after when yeah. she knew? Yeah, she she knew. I think I'm pretty sure she knew at that point. So Heather goes, well, thank you for sharing that with me. I can understand how triggering that could have been. I felt bad that I should have I should have reacted differently. Uh, but you know what? The thing is this. I love my family. Sorry, that was me choking up. <laughs> and Tina's like, yeah, and that's like why I was like, okay, you know, you you need to have whatever reaction you had, and that was totally understandable. And now, you know what, Heather, I know that you believe me, and I appreciate that. <laughs> and she's like, well, what happened at my party was confusing and disappointing. I'm just so glad there was an explanation. But here's my question: What was Shannon's goal in this whole thing? What was Shannon's goal? <laughs> Well, do you think Shannon wanted to make you look bad? Well, I'll tell you this much. I believe that success breeds contempt. And I am a very successful actress who's been on two things, okay? So I don't like to use the J word, but I can't come up with anything else. Jelly? No. Different J word. <laughs> Jam? No. Jemima? That, no, that brand is actually canceled now. Um, <laughs> Jesus? Oh, no. God, don't even start with me, all right? But look, here's what I... I'm going to tell you the same thing. Reba McIntyre told me when she got that anthrax sent to her in the mail by Delta Burke. <laughs> Success breeds contempt. Okay, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so Gina goes, well, and she's not telling people she should be telling. She's involving other people. She shouldn't involve... Well, yes, Shannon did that, but you guys took the bait and you guys were all too happy to be involved and stay involved and heighten the entire situation. This and is very you. Whitney from Salt Lake City that also happened this week where people are like, oh, my God, they're trying to manipulate us into making this person look stupid on camera. So we're going to not let them get to us by making this person look stupid on camera. It's like, yeah. you both did it anyway. Just because you saw you were getting manipulated while you were doing it, you still did it, you idiots. 
Yeah, it's like, well, we know we're being manipulated, but we're going to see it through to show we're good friends. And then we're going to talk about how we were manipulated. Yeah. And Emily goes, same old Shannon, basically. And Heather's like, a leopard doesn't change its implants. And when it does, it uses <laughs> Terry Dubrow. <laughs> Uh yeah, so that was that was pretty much the episode. Fantastic and, uh, episode. It was really great. great really great. great opening for the two episodes. Now, that said, I am a little worried because then it's next week at the Cryo Tank. Oh. I know Cryo Tank scares me and we've seen a lot of seasons start off with a bang and then sort of settle in, but um I'm very optimistic because I actually do think Heather Debro is bringing a good haughty energy to this, you know, to this sort of low rent cast. And and I think it's going to be really good. Yep. Well, everybody, thanks so much for being here. Um, Go get tickets for Crappens Live over at watchwhatcrappens.com coming to a city near you or around you, guy. And go find our videos. This week were Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip and Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Our bonuses are selling Sunset. Those are over on Patreon. And we'll see you Monday nights for Take a Seat on the Green Room app. Thanks, everyone. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. Watch What Crappens would like to thank its premium sponsors. Ain't no thing like Alison King. Ashley Savoni, she don't take no baloney. She's not just a Sheila. She's a Daniela. Itchels. Dana C. Dana Do. Erin McNicholas, she don't miss no Trickolis. Hava Nagila Weber. Jamie, she has no less namey. Sipped some scotch with Jessica Trotch. Just saying, okay. We McLovin, Karen McClellan. She's always supplying, it's Kelly Ryan. Megan Berg, you can't have a burger without the Berg. You don't touch the Nicky Morgan letters. There ain't no problem that Sarah Salvia can't solve ya. The Bay Area Betches, Betches. And our super premium sponsors. Somebody get us 10 cc's of Betsy MD. Always the wiser is Allison Weasler. We're taking the gold with Brenda Silva. She's cheese on a bagel. It's Megan Ragel. Erica, 500 days of summers. The incredible edible Matthew sisters. Don't get salty with Christine Pepper. Let's go on a bender with Lauren Fender. My favorite Murdo, Karen McMurdo. No one makes us feel well like Megan Cap Sewell. Mina Kuchiku. Give him hell, Miss Noel. Sarah Greenwood, she only uses her power for good. Kristen, the Ruby Rubano. Can't have a meal without the Emily sides. We want to hang with Liz Lang. Shannon, out of a cannon, Anthony. Let's get racy with Miss Stacy. Let's take off with Tamla Plain. She ain't no shrinking Violet Kuchar. We love you guys. 